Hello and welcome to the third episode of Sporty Talk 101. I am your host, Alan Gonzalez. So today we're going to go through places 7 through 1 on the Premier League table. Um, and after that, I will also give my, my predictions for the Golden Boot, the Golden Glove, and the best player of the tournament overall. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so at 7th, I have Leicester City. Um, the past couple of years, I know they won the Premier League 2015-2016 season, I believe. But after that, I mean, they've been moderately inconsistent. Um, of course, when you're Leicester City, I don't... I wouldn't expect someone like them to win the league every year. <laughs> but, yeah, I think this year they, they really find they find their groove, especially Jamie Vardy. I think his goal scoring, his goal scoring takes a, a big step. Um, he's a beast up front. Same with Harry Maguire. I mean, he's coming off an excellent World Cup. One of the best central defenders at that World Cup throughout the whole tournament, in my opinion. Um, he has an eye for goal as well. So, yeah, I think I think Leicester City gets back to at least a at least a glimpse of what they had in 2015-2016. So they finish at seventh, and at sixth I have Manchester United. Um, yeah, I unless I mean if Jose Mourinho stays the whole season, they're finishing sixth for sure. I don't think his his managerial style fits the the players for. For Manchester United, I mean Paul Pogba, top I would say top five central midfielders in my opinion, at least top five. Um, Romelu Lukaku, he's one of the best center forwards in football. I mean he's he runs as fast as uh, he's just athletically he's one of the most gifted strikers they have. Um, I mean David De Gea, he's saved them I don't know how many times, especially during last year's Champions League knockout stage to Sevilla. I mean. They, that could have been embarrassing. They sh- should have been three one Sevilla at least. I mean, but yeah, I I don't see Manchester United succeeding that well in the Champions League. They might do something, but domestically, I have them finishing at sixth. And at fifth place, I have Tottenham Hotspur. Um, I think the lack of summer summer signings ends up biting them. Um, they end up becoming predictable. Of course, in, in the beginning of the season, it's always harder to expect. But once you're 15, 20 games in, I think you can have a pretty good idea of what you're expecting. And of course, they have Harry Kane, um, Hung Min Son, Deli Ali. I mean, Kieran Chippier, him as well. He one of the best wingbacks at the World Cup for me. I mean, just the balls he gives. I mean, especially to Harry Kane. Harry Kane is just him and Kieran Chippier have that chemistry. And and I'll, while they will. I know in the Champions League, I think they'll probably make it to the semifinal. I know they had a, a hard group, the Champions League draw. I'm actually going to go into that next episode. But domestically, I think they they become a little inconsistent. Um, so Tottenham Hotspur at fifth. And at fourth, I have Chelsea. Um, Maurizio Sarri, I mean, he's he's done wonderful things for them. I know they're... I think I have four straight wins right now to open up the season, but um, I don't know. I think mid-season they 
especially when that grilling Champions League schedule comes out. I can't see them. I can't see them remaining that good domestically, um, especially games against relatively mid-table teams like Leicester City or Everton or Watford. Those are like the the trap games I think Chelsea has become too too comfortable with. Um, Maurizio Sarri is going to be a wonderful coach for them. I just don't think at this first season that they'll get off to the right note. So I have Chelsea finishing at fourth. Okay, and at third, I have Liverpool. Um, obviously, their front three, Salah, Firmino, Mane. Um, I mean, unbelievable. They're extremely consistent. Um, even though Mane and Salah play on the wings, they usually score the most goals. I mean, Firmino is... I wouldn't say the classic number nine, but he definitely he definitely plays good for them. Um, I think he's they all three blend in really well. Um, I think the only reason they they finished there is just their defense. Um, I don't know Virgil Van Dyke. He's been excellent for them. Um, really, really consistent. Great. I just he just reads the game in a way that others don't. Um, I think Alex, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andrew Robertson kind of get a little shaky midseason. Um, I think they kind of fall out of form. I mean, but in the Champions League, they're they're gonna they're gonna destroy people. I know for sure they are. But domestically, I have Liverpool finishing third. And at second, before I before I actually do this here at Sporty Talk One Hundred and One, we like to be different. We don't like to follow the big names and their predictions and stuff so I might get a little flack for this one but at second I have Arsenal <laughs> this I know this is going to give me some flack but I mean I think Arsenal do I they I think in the winter transfer window they get players that they need um Unai Emery I know he's a very physically demanding coach um he likes to press high the players have to be really well in shape I think I think they pull it together. I know the first two games were a little rough. Um, they lost to Chelsea and then Manchester Manchester City actually. But I don't know. I think Mesut Ozil becomes a catalyst in the midfield. I mean, he's he's already he he's just a special player. And I think when Emery gets the best out of him, um, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang picks up where he left off late last season. Um, his electric form continues into here. And I mean they're competing in the Europa League, so it's not like anything physically demanding like the Champions League. So I think mid season they hit that run of good form where just they just smoke everyone else and yeah. So Arsenal finished second. And at first place, the champion of the Premier League, I have Manchester City. Um I mean, what's there to say? I I mean the depth they have is incredible. Um Benjamin Mendy's coming back finally after the ACL injury last year. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, unfortunately, he he suffered a knee injury as of late. But especially up top, I mean the the wings especially. I mean they have Riyad Mahrez, Raheem Sterling, Leroy Sané. I mean even Bernardo Silva can play out wide. Um, Jesus and Aguero, they're gonna get bags and bags of goals. Um, yeah, I just I can't see this team failing to win. They they have way too much talent. 
um, Pep Guardiola's, all the players have bought into his system. Um, I, I just can't find find a way to not make them champions. Would I be surprised if they weren't? Um, a little, yeah. But yeah, so Manchester City is a champion of the Premier League for the 2018-2019 season. And now I'm going to get into the awards. So with with the golden boot, which basically means um, most goals scored, I have Harry Kane. Um, he's just an excellent poacher of the ball. Um, I know a lot of people that I've talked to said he reminds them of of, cl- of the, those classic center forwards in the 80s. Um, he's an excellent finisher, I mean, in the air and in his feet. Um, yeah, I just can't see him. Maybe Sadio Mane. Um, I think Mohamed Salah, I think he had a, a little bit of a surprise factor last last season. I think teams are going to spend most of their time locking him up. So I don't think he, he comes as close as last year. But for the golden boot, I have Harry Kane. And for the best goalkeeper of the tournament, I have Kipa Arizibalgia, if I pronounced that right. Um, I think Maurizio Sarri is like possession-oriented, um, kind of patient sort of football. I think it bodes well for Kepa. Um, if Chelsea have 70-80% of the ball, I mean, the other team's not going to get a chance to shoot on him. Um, it's either him or maybe David De Gea, but I think with the defensive defensive inconsistencies in the center with Manchester United, like uh, Victor Lindelof, I mean, on the wings they play good, but I don't think Manchester United have a good of a of a back to give David De Gea that award. So the best goalkeeper of the tournament goes to Kepa. And the overall best player I have is Mesut Ozil. Um, obviously, if Arsenal finish worse than what I had predicted them, this could really change. But if Arsenal get higher than at least third, I think it'll go to Mesut Ozil. I think he'll he'll be the player that sparks everyone else. Um, this one might go to... I mean, maybe Nagolo Kante because of how he plays and the recognition he's getting world, not just in England, but also worldwide because of that tournament, uh, the World Cup. But overall, I think I think the best player will go to Mesut Ozil if Arsenal finish there. Okay, so that's the wrap. Um, Manchester City crown champions, Harry Kane leading all scores and goals. Um, go ahead and f- feel free to leave me a message how much you hated my, my Arsenal prediction. <laughs> But other than that, thank you guys for listening. And remember, don't get mad, get sporty.